0: Coming up on November 18th, it's the Manitoba Loud Music Awards. Nominees include 62 bands and 28 industry pros from right here in Manitoba, 19 of whom will be featured on this podcast. There are 18 awards chosen by you, the fans, that will be awarded that night, and you'll get performances by School of Rock, Ash and the Arsonists, Northern Royals, Book of Ghosts, and the mighty Econoline Crush. Tickets are available at myparktheatre.com. Again, that's the Manitoba Loud Music Awards, November 18th at the Park Theatre in Winnipeg. If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch, from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing... Go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie.
1: Get up off your ass and get up!
0: Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with someone who is, uh, I feel like I say this a lot on the podcast, I'm here with someone who's new to the podcast and new to me, but I think in this case the guest is very new, including to the local music scene, so I think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is you do as an artist.
2: Yeah, so thanks so much. Um, I'm Harper K. Smith and, uh, I'm, I'm a musician, (laughs) I would say I'm probably in the indie pop, um realm of things and yeah i'm new to winnipeg new to the podcast and uh new to the scene and all that um i came here from vancouver a couple of months ago and uh yeah that's that's a little introduction
0: <laughs> cool cool well i guess maybe a good place to start then is is what is your impression of winnipeg and its music scene i mean i know like you said you've only been here uh for a short time but what what is your sort of uh, opinion of what we have here uh in winnipeg
2: yeah it's really great um i've been really impressed by like all the art scenes so far that i've been uh you know introduced to since moving here and um i just think like winnipeg uh has like a really really like i don't want to say undervalued but like it's such a hidden gem of a music scene like uh i feel like western can more western canada so like bc and uh and, and more Eastern Canada, maybe Toronto, they have always fancied themselves the epicenters, but like I truly think Winnipeg is, is the epicenter of, of music in this country, and um, just endless, endless musicians that I'm always discovering every day, and um, yeah, a lot of like varied genres and styles, and yeah, it's really great, really, really great. I'm very supportive and, and just cool, yeah.
0: Well, I think you're going to get lots of listeners from Winnipeg nodding their head at that part because I think that we, I think (laughs) undervalued is a good term. I think we definitely have kind of an inferiority complex where we we feel like we're sort of overlooked by maybe Vancouver and Toronto and Montreal and some of these uh, sort of... bigger centers they get more of the the shows that come through and they have sort of more of an industry presence and things like that but yeah it's good to hear whenever someone from outside of Winnipeg comes in and has a positive opinion of it because I think we like to think we have a good (laughs) good scene here so it gets that validated a little bit um were were you playing music I'm assuming you were playing music before uh, when you were in Vancouver
2: yeah um like started honestly not too long before moving here um so it was a like a little bit of a, a weird, a weird time to start and transition, you know, across the country. But yes, I was. Yeah.
0: And had you released any music yet or is this, is this all just kind of rolling out now that you're now that you're in Winnipeg?
2: Yeah. So I released my first single Grim, back in, I think, April of this okay. year. And then I, once we moved here, I released um, Holocene on September 13th. And then tomorrow, or I suppose...
0: Tomorrow from when we (laughs) are recording this, yeah. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I I released um, Not
0: Sad, yeah, and the music video and everything. Cool, cool. So I guess, not to be too hung up on the whole, like, you know, you're not from here originally, but how 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 is it how has it been so far for you trying to get into the music scene you're trying to get i mean you know you're putting out these singles you you have new music coming out you obviously want to get your name out and get the word out about what you're doing have you had much um i guess even experience sort of you know trying to get shows here and finding finding places to play finding sort of how to get yourself into the scene that way
2: yeah so i have a bit of a unique experience because i am um pretty severely immunocompromised so i'm not um going to like packed shows sure. and not really able to play pack shows and stuff like that. I mean, not sleeping, really playing pack shows. Maybe if I were, to never know for someone. <laughs> sure. Um, but, um, yeah. So I have a bit of a unique experience in that way where it's like, there's definitely some barriers, um, access wise there, but that said, like, um, I've been really hauling ass on like the social media promotion side of things for my music for like, you know, the better part of this year and getting quite connected with musicians. um, And like uh, I do have a collaboration with a musician from here uh, coming up this year already. So that feels like a really great connection. And and that felt like strangely easy to make. Um, And then also like, even before I moved here, um, I did get, selected for a NM I don't know if you're familiar accessible arts net accessibility okay. arts network. Yeah. Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So to get connected with them before moving here and I got selected, um, for their programming for this winter. And so they're going to be like hosting and helping me plan and promote and all that stuff. Uh, my EP launch in awesome. the new year. Um, yeah. So like, again, I like, I don't want to say it was so easy to get on their programming, but like it felt like a, an easy connection to make like the, the scene in Vancouver um, and just like art scenes in BC I've, I've always found are very um, um, like difficult to break into. Um, I think resources and, and stuff like that are, are a lot more tight out there. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah. So it's been, it's been a mixed bag since moving here, but like, uh, when I have opportunities to connect with people, like it, it, it has been going really well. Cool. So I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah.
0: Well, like, like you mentioned too, the social media side of things has, has, I mean, we're also just coming out of a global pandemic, which is still happening, obviously, but maybe to a lesser <laughs> scale, uh, hopefully, um, has this, <laughs> yeah, has this whole experience, I mean, that must've been more difficult for you, even if you're immunocompromised than, than for the average person. Um, has this whole experience over the past few years and including now has it kind of driven you to find new ways to get your music out there whether it's through social media or or otherwise seeing as you can't play shows packed or not
2: (laughs) totally yeah um it definitely has like not only that but it's um the like housebound isolation factor of like the pandemic, but also like, you know, sick and disabled life has yeah. really informed, um, like, how things have gone for me, I, I don't think I, like, I hate when people say, Oh, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for the pandemic. That's so lame. But um, yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for the pandemic. Like, I graduated uh, university um, a couple months in a few months in, Whatever. And um and couldn't get a job. Like <laughs> the job market was total shit. And then yeah. it was just like, well, I guess I'll just like make use of my time. Um and that's kinda how this all started. So yeah, I've been like, yeah, not only has like the the isolation and housebound factors of things um uh influenced the promotion side of things, but it's just influenced the whole the whole thing, the whole operation.
0: Has it influenced the songwriting as well? Do you feel like that those sort of uh, feelings from being housebound and all of that is that coming through in the music?
2: It is, yeah. There's a lot of in the past few years. I think there's been a lot for me in my life. A lot of like um, loss of like people's lives around me that are in my life, or loss of friendships. Um, There's been, I mean, like moving away from my home. That was like a big deal that's a loss in a way even as much as it's a gain um there's yeah so there's been a lot of loss a lot of grief um a lot of isolation a lot of loneliness and uh i mean i i pretty much spell it out right in my lyrics like the song uh not sad is like um the one of the first lines is like isolation emptiness like it's it's right there right Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: Well, I was gonna say, I mean, your first uh, single is called "Grim," <laughs> right? Totally,
2: yeah.
0: It, it gives that a vibe. Is,
2: totally, it's like a very um, intensely. I feel like it's a very, very intensely sad song, um, and that that really um, sums up a lot of the feelings of the last few years. And, and yeah, so there you
0: go. <laughs> does 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 playing that music does that uh, like is it cathartic at all? Does it does it help to get the, those feelings and those thoughts out in music form?
2: Yeah, I think writing in is pretty cathartic. Um Yeah, it's like a a cheaper free therapy session to be honest. Like <laughs> I, I often I'm often um either like doing a therapy session and then writing, you know, sometime in a near near time frame afterwards, yeah. uh, or the other way around. Um Yeah, like my therapy journal and my songwriting <laughs> journal are on top of each other on my desk. So, yes
0: that's uh, is it is it like does it feel weird um putting that that kind of stuff out in the world i mean you know i, I think I've, I've said this enough times on the show when i'm talking to pretty much anyone but once your songs are out there in the world it's kind of out of your hands right someone else is going to hear yeah. it interpret it and, and feel whatever they want to feel from it um do you have any sort of apprehension about about putting such personal stuff out there or are you are you quite comfortable saying like this is what i'm feeling this is who i am sort of thing
2: yeah, I'm um, pretty comfortable, like, saying it how it is and, like, yes, just saying the thing I'm thinking or feeling, like, to a fault, majorly, um, but uh, the thing that I do feel apprehensive about sometimes is, like, I, I'm such a, like, moody teenager at heart, <laughs> I feel like I hate to be misunderstood, <laughs> to be honest, and... Um, um, Yeah, they're like, I guess when people are listening to the songs, it's not that they're misunderstanding them. Like you said, they're listening to it, interpreting it from their own, like their own, whatever lenses and experiences. Um, and I think that that's a really great thing. And I don't like um, disparage that in any way. I do that as a music listener. Sure.
0: Yeah, I think everyone does.
2: It's, It's totally it's part of the thing. Um, it's just, like, one of those little hang-ups for me where I'm like, Oh, I hope I'm hope I'm being clear enough, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, but, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. There. No, that's, that, yeah. that,
0: that, that does make sense, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, with, with these
0: songs, I mean, once you have, uh, like you said, you're working on an EP, uh, once once you have that all done, is the goal to sort of um, make this into a larger project with more people involved, or is it something that you intend to, to do mostly solo?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, the EP's done awesome. and that's, yeah, that's done. And that's, um, just, I'm just sitting on it to be released in the new year, like I said. And then in terms of like future singles, um, full length album stuff in the future, I'm definitely like, yeah, I would definitely love to bring more people on board. And, uh, I do have on board, um, an artist, uh, called mutable body who, um, is remixing or has has remixed uh not sad oh, cool. and yeah and uh yeah that's like been a wholly wonderful experience so would love to collaborate with other people to be honest like i'm super broke <laughs> so <laughs> until i'm like able to make connections where we can like skill swap yeah yeah murder um, yeah <laughs> Here, here we are. <laughs> I'm DIYing
0: it. Well, <laughs> oh, fair enough. There's, I, I think that a lot of people yeah. are in the same situation right now. I mean, we're we're gonna, you know, totally. like like I said, we just came through a pandemic, and there's uh you know inflation, and everything. Everyone's broke. So, is totally. this are these I all bedroom recordings? Bought a house
2: on that, shit. Yeah, that
0: that's that's gonna do it for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Uh, are these all then DIY like uh, home recordings at this point then?
2: Yeah, exactly. um In Vancouver, we had like a laneway house. I don't know if, I don't think. I don't
0: think I know what that
2: is, no. Yeah, they're kind of like a little like mini house, like a little coach house on a property with like a a McMansion kind of thing, Um, and yeah, so we had like a small, it's basically like the square footage of an apartment, but in the shape of a house, (laughs) so we had one of those, and uh, there was a a second bedroom on the top floor, Uh, and yeah, that's where I recorded it. The acoustics were real bad, (laughs) (laughs) but I made
0: (laughs) two. how do you feel about the uh i mean like you said you broke this is how you're going to be recording uh, for the for, yeah. for now anyway um how do you feel about the songs now that they're done now that you have you can listen back to them and regardless of recording quality you know, <laughs> in in the house or mm-hmm. whatever but like just just listening back to the finished product uh, how do yeah. you feel about sort of what you've created as as a completed uh not, not piece of music but completed ep
2: yeah yeah, I feel good about them. Um, I think as a collection of songs, they're really interesting. Like thematically and topically, they really tie in together a lot. But um, sonically, they they are quite uh, well—not like incredibly distinct from one another—but they are they are quite distinct from one another. Um, like, every time I'm kind of doing the, the you know, distribution of the songs or playlisting or whatever, I kind of have to put in, like, a little bit of a different genre for each one. Um, so, yeah, like, I feel good that I was able to, um, like, do, do four songs start to finish that are, like, unique from one another yeah. and aren't terribly repetitive and speak to the truth of my experiences and um, like I think I first felt really proud of them uh, when I was you know finished them and, and testing them the sound of them in the car and stuff uh, driving around Vancouver I drove around from left my house at dusk and was driving through the city and um, I that was the first time I felt really proud of them like cool. I was uh, surrounded by so much shit in that city but <laughs> somehow made something
1: I think is good. So yeah. I'm an isolationist, but not in a political sense. It's just Too close you're gonna get burned. That's the only thing I've learned in twenty-eight years on earth. I I can't feel I can't feel, I can't feel I can't feel, I can't feel I can't It's so i can't see and i guess it right nothing satisfies me cause even the sky looks grim when the only calls you get are I can't feel, I can't feel. I can't feel, I can't feel. I can't feel, I can't feel anything. I can't feel, I can't feel. I can't feel, I can't feel. I can't feel, I can't feel anything. To be all alone In a city of half a million or so Just seems like nobody Ever sees me On a crowded street I'm the only ghost Nobody ever wants to get too close to me And that's why I I can't feel, I can't feel I can't feel, I can't feel I can't feel, I can't feel
0: What are some of the influences you're drawing from like you said you kind of have um uh, different styles from song to song what, what are some for someone who hasn't heard you before how would you sort of define mm-hmm. some of the styles that you're you're playing on there i know you said indie pop at so,
2: the beginning but yeah so some of the artists that i'm drawing from uh pretty heavily are like sydney gish and jordan clausen Elliot smith okay um um like uh yeah all those those kinds of of artists and style-wise like yeah um uh of the four songs there's probably like a bit of like a a freak folk song that is going to be on the ep and then grim is probably just like folk pop and then indie pop for not sad and holocene would be like um Dream pop folk, okay. I don't okay. know. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of well. A, it's it's a hard oh, question, yeah. right? I
0: mean, there's so many. Every yeah. genre has like 16 subgenres now, and you have to, uh, like you said, dream pop, folk, indie, whatever. I mean, <laughs> totally. That's, yeah, totally. they're all they're all connected, yeah. sort of. But yeah, uh, so yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, this maybe is uh, I'm not something you can answer yet because again, you're you're very new here, but um. Have you sort of figured out where in Winnipeg you fit? Like, have you heard other artists locally that you think, "Oh, hey, this would be a cool person to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe at some point play on play on a show with," or or you, your record yeah. could sit nicely in a store on a shelf beside this person's record or something? Like, have you found kindred right. spirits, I guess, uh, musically?
2: Yeah, I'm really connecting with Virgo Rising and their new. Um, EP, I guess, technically it would be an EP. Yeah, they not. just I'm released sure that too, right? calling it too, right? Yeah, they just released it, Vampire Gear. I'm really connecting with that. And I think, um, yeah, that's wonderful work. And um, a lot of the stuff coming from House of Wonder in general, uh, that was kind of one of the first, um, I don't know, sub or whatever of music that I found before moving here, okay. you know, just sussing things out with some of the House of Wonder artists. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of like, that's kind of the, yeah, Virgo Rising and the House of Wonder peeps. And uh, who else have I been listening to lately? I have like a seven hour playlist of my <laughs> Manitoba faves. Nice, nice. That's, <laughs> Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Field guide I really love, and yeah, like... There's
0: cool. just so many. Like, where do you begin? <laughs> yeah, there's lots <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've, totally. been, I've been doing this show for like ten years now, and I've I have eight hundred and some episodes, and there's still so many bands I haven't even talked to yet. So yeah, it's ridiculous. There's there's so many bands. Right. There. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah. for someone hearing you for the first time on this show, what's the best way to hear your music? I mean, uh, you know, it's a podcast, so someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now. Maybe maybe by then your EP's out, but you know, by that time, and and you might have other stuff <laughs> going on. What's the best way to uh, a hear your music and b sort of keep up to date? With what you're up to for shows and things like that?
2: The best way to hear my music would be to come to my EP launch in the new year and perhaps buy a CD. Right, right. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I mean, I listen to the music how you want to listen to it. Um, it's everywhere. It's on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. And it's on YouTube. It's on Bandcamp. And uh, in terms of keeping up with me, I'm on social medias. I have a website people can check out, com. My social medias are just Harper's Tired. I'm, like, pretty active on TikTok, quite active on um, Instagram, and um, I have a newsletter. Cool. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) seems like the thing that lately is the newsletter. It's, it's like, such a throwback to an older way of communicating, but because you're getting directly to people who want to hear from you, it it seems like a a good way to do it.
1: Yeah,
2: totally. I think, like... um, like a lot of friends sign up for
0: it which is nice yeah and you can just flood them with the uh, information about what you're up
2: to <laughs> totally yep
0: before I let you go you, you did mention that um, you know at, at your EP release show by CD are you hoping to put this out physically is that the plan I think
2: I would like to yeah i it's been a little while since i looked into like how much that costs so we'll see but i'm sure there's like funding and stuff like
0: that yeah i'm, I'm sure you can figure it out yeah <laughs> there's always a way Either right way, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well yeah the, the reason i ask is because like I, i'm i'm definitely a, a luddite and I, I pretty much only listen to physical media and so it's always yeah. exciting to hear when someone's going to do a cd because because there are so many people who just don't and that's like it's a perfectly yeah. reasonable way to release music nowadays but whenever i hear totally. someone releasing a tape or a cd or a record it's like yes that you know <laughs> we're not yeah, dead yeah, yet yeah. they, were, they were just still <laughs> still someone totally. out there.
2: and I yeah and I just think back to when I was a teenager and like watching bands and buying all their shit and whatever and just you know in the back of my brain like oh wishing and and holding this thing and just wishing that that you know was was going was going to be me and I'm like well It's taken me this long to get here. (laughs) I have four songs that can be an EP, and I might as well print it and hold it in my damn little hands. Awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. One and...
1: more.